Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah! Feel like me against the world up in here. Got all these black shirts, people phone going off on the show. And Nick, I owe you an apology. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking it's your phone. I'm like, Nick, you too good to be. And here it is, Terrell. He a rookie though. See, he a rookie in this situation. So he, he he's still learning on the fly, right, bro? Right. You learn, learn on the fly. How do we get the black shirts back to greatness? That's a good question. <laughs> you, anybody, no, you're the best person to answer that question. How do we get the black the black shirts back to greatness? What do we do? Oh man, I guess we got to hire Charlie McBride back. Be a good hire. Yeah, uh, Lisa Salter or something. I mean, we just we got to get tough. We got a big plays, not enough big plays. You see, not enough big plays on defense, right? Yeah, so not enough scoring. And that's the one thing I talked about before. And on defense, you guys would score. There was times that you about outscored us. In, in you got to have you got to have the stadium so loud that nobody can hear. That that it just drives you crazy. And you do that by big hits, big hits, shutting people down, three and out, three and out, three and out. Throw the time. bones. That's it. Throw the bones. Get a sack on third down. Make the. Whole field go crazy stadium. Get us back into the get us back into the offense back out there on the field. And let y'all go to work. I know it, man. We appreciate y'all too, because it was a lot of times, you know, we again we wasn't doing our job and and we doing a couple three and outs and we only had one bad game, VJ. I mean, I wouldn't call it a bad game. The Washington State game was. A game. What do you mean where y'all got scored on? Man, we got scored on first. Yeah, ten seconds. Ooh, dude ran eighty yards. Well, I mean, Washington was pretty good back then. They was. Washington State, they was great. Washington State was pretty good back then. What, 31 to 24? Yeah. Toughest game that year. Sider Haven, text line, 464-5685, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Same number, 464-5685, if you want to get in. I'm talking to Terrell Farley. We're getting uh, a little bit. We get we digging deep, man. We're getting in there. We're getting in there. Tom, we're going to take your call here in a minute. Let me read some of these texts. Uh, Paul Williams says, tell Terrell I'm outdone. He called MJ Sade, and that was one of MJ's biggest hits. Beat it. <laughs> hey, Paul, he's talking about beat it, man. Hey, Will Washington, man, we appreciate it. I let Mick know. I'm quite sure you heard that. And then, hey, man, Mike Nice is on, man. Mike Nice says, so proud of my boy. He proud of you, man. 
Oh man, Mike Nice. Mike Nice. Great man. punt returner. The, I block I blocked for this guy. He gave me no credit. You you mean Mighty Mike Mighty Mike didn't give you no credit? No credit. He give you credit now. He said so proud of my boy. It took him twenty five years. Come to, on, Mike, man. Just, because hey, Terrell, thanks for the block. I scored. Well, I'm gonna get Mike on here. Well, I should have blocked it and never let him ran it back there. <laughs> I'm gonna get Mike on here to defend himself. Do that. You gotta come back when we get yeah, Mike. Yeah. So next week we'll get Mike on. We'll come back and then y'all can go back and forth because he needs to defend himself. Oh man, it might take a whole three hours. Oh boy, if it took you 25 years to tell you thanks, yeah, then if you right, yeah. three hours ain't enough. Yeah, that ain't enough. <laughs> Okay, so um, hearing Mickey talk was fantastic today. I think it's in Cumpy. And then as far as on our messages, Eric and Lincoln said, love watching Terrell Farley play. Seemed like every game he had a touchdown. P.S., the game against Florida, he should have been credited for the safety. Yes. You I, didn't get credited for that safety. I didn't. No, Jamel Williams came back and got it. And i tell you what, that – I, that's the maddest I ever been in a football game. If you would have heard the words I gave that ref, I told I called him everything in the book. Why? He, because he I sacked the quarterback in the end zone, and there's no such thing as throwing the ball back out of the one. If your body's in the end zone, how do you throw the ball back on the you one? Can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah, that's right. So I think that took away my MVP for defense of the game. You know, I oh, had did. I I had eight tackles, two sacks. A safety would have solidified it. I would have got it. I know. I I, I think it would have. I might have got it, Terrell. It might have. That might have put you right up in there. Who who ended up getting it? You remember? Mike Booker. He had he, a pick or two. Pick, yeah. And on that pick, and he I took it back to the house. Look, and on that pick, I ran the dude into Danny Warfield, made him throw it. It was like a duck yeah. in the air. So credit me with that. Mike hey, Booker told me thank you. Hey, well I'm gonna tell you. But Mike Nice didn't. I'll tell you thank you. Okay. For brother-in-law, for being my brother-in-law in practice. I yeah. had one brother-in-law in practice that I took it easy on this Terrell Farley. Yeah, we didn't want that heat, BJ. Oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't want to do it. No, to no reason for two young mm-hmm. bulls to collide, yeah. huh? Yeah, we, we can do it now, you know. <laughs> uh, Huckleberry, we appreciate you having Terrell's back. Huckleberry also said, can you have Terrell explain to us how he dropped that pick six in the Fiesta Bowl? Oh, man, it was early in the game. It was like the what third, fourth play of the game, um, and and actually I dropped it because I was looking for somewhere to run. I was I already had my head on the swivel, and I was trying to find the end zone. You did the ultimate sin that a coach would, when we coaching receiver, you took your eye off the prize. You, I did. The prize to you was the end zone, but you forgot the ball. I know, and and that's gonna hunt me for another. 40 more years. Nah. You know? you, listen, you overcome too much for that to hunt you. You know, when I die, I want them to put on an obituary that I did have that safety and <laughs> I was looking for somewhere to run. <laughs> you know? So. Hey, man. Well, I, hey, so, Terrell, you know, let's just kind of get back to, we're going to, oh, you know what? We'll go to Tom. Tom, you're on with Vershawn and Terrell. What say you? Well, I'd like to say this straight up to, uh, Mr. Farley, um, God bless you for what you're doing, and congratulations. Uh, I'm I'm also four years sober. Uh, back in the 70s, I had a 21-year-old sister that was killed in a car wreck here in Lincoln, and I tried to drink that pain away for 40 years. And uh, what you're doing as a young man is fantastic, and uh, I just want you to 
to know that, you know, keep on talking to that higher power, do what you're doing, and uh, I'm so proud of you. Thanks for saying what you said today on, on the radio. Thank uh, you, man. Thank you, sir. Terrell, who, who, who compares to you in comparison to guys who came after you? What player would, would you say is more your type? Uh, well, of course it would be Levante David. Um, Tampa, baby. This guy, um, he's a little bigger than me, uh, fast. Um, Juco guy, same Juco, same Juco league. Wow. He went to Fort Scott. I went to Independence. Uh, didn't have a strong cast of players with him when he played. Um, he was more like a machine. He did everything by himself. But he's a team player. He's a, he's an ultimate linebacker. And I think that if if I was to give anybody to nod over me, it would be him, just for what he's done for this the whole state of Nebraska. The longevity, the you know, winning the Super Bowl now. Yeah, and just always around the ball and plays with your cousin. So, you know, and 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 and, and, and I can see that the torch is being passed to your cousin because Devontae's been hurt. He's been hurt all year, a little bit this year, and um, he's kind of questionable for this game. But Devin's picked it up, and that's one thing that great lines back could do. You pick your other partner uh, slack up if he's he's not able to contribute like that. Talking about Devin White, my little cousin that plays for that played for LSU and then uh, also played plays for Tampa Bay, won the Super Bowl. Um, they're chasing another Super Bowl. Terrell, let's talk about 1995. You get you get to Lincoln. Uh, it's definitely a culture shock, but you, well, not because you was coming from Independence, so you you probably was kind of used to it, right? A little bit. Uh, not really, because I, okay. I was isolated up there. It's just that one town. and um, But I got here in 1995. And, um, crazy story, crazy story. Uh, got here, went to the weight room. And you ain't never walk, you ain't I, I walked past, I walked past the weight there, room. That's I better. walked past the weight room. That's better. And I seen these two big guys. They're like, ah, Juco, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with these guys? And it ended up being... Christian Peters and, and Jason, and they was calling me Juco. You, you're a little bitty, you know. And, and I always been a little person. I always, you know, and I and I tell people don't don't let this size fool you, you know, because either I'm gonna smash you, or I'm gonna run past you. So either way it goes, I'm a I'm gonna get my victory. But um, I got here. I started off fifth on the depth chart, uh, and. And they kind of gave me, like, number 50-something. And I was like, oh, this don't look right. So I got number 43. And everybody's like, oh, man, that number's jinxed. And that, that, somebody got hurt with that number. And I said, I said to myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this, this number a superstar number. And Coach McBride told me, he said, if you don't get your butt in there and hit somebody, you're never going to play here. And so I, I took that to heart. And I came the next day and hit somebody in scrimmage. And, and I worked my way up, you know, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. It was hard, and I was depressed for a minute because the things I was doing, and, and I still couldn't crack the starting lineup until, like, the fifth game that season. And, and Coach McBride gave me the nod to go ahead. And, and I think more because my special team's ability helped me earn that starting job more than anything because I'm, I call myself the special team guru. You know, I like blocking kicks. I don't. I, I want to stop you right there. Talk about 
what it takes to block. Because you're a specialist. Yeah. What did it take? Barry Miles, specialist in blocking kicks. Mm-hmm. Eric Warfield, specialist in block. You got to block more than one kick to call yourself a specialist, by the way. Oh, I blocked, I blocked 21, high, 21 kicks my senior year. What's school. the key? Uh, Takeoff. Looking at that ball, getting off, cutting the corner, learning how to dive at a at an angle right, extending your hands, crossing them. Never jump with your hands just straight up because the ball will go through it. Cross your hands, good dive. Don't even close your eyes. I mean, it's just keep your eyes open. It's natural. It's it, it's, it's it's supposed to be a natural thing. I think you can't teach it. It's uncoachable. You either got it or you don't. You either got it or you don't. So that's one thing I always. So you so so you have to recruit that. You have to. You said you did it in high school. I, I I did. I, I I took it over. My brother actually started in high school doing that, and and I said that I wanted to to carry on his legacy. And, and instead of carrying on his legacy, I made it my profession. You know, for me to block kicks like that. I I still think I got the record for block kicks for linebackers at Nebraska. Um, is is. And and I tried this even when I went to Green Bay. I was trying to win a job by being on a block, punt block team, field goal block, punt team. Um, it was just – and that's why I, I say that, you know, special team do win games. Yeah, I mean, it's worth seven to ten points every single game. So it's 1995. You finally get in the game. You're balling. At this point, we are going to – when at that time it was still the Big Eight, right? The Big Eight. No, well, we Big Eight. Yeah, it was still yeah, the Big last Eight. Last year the Big Eight. Last year the Big Eight, and uh, we're getting ready to go into the bowl game. Did you know how good you were at that point? Uh, I I knew I was good, but I still knew I had a lot of room to grow. I was young, and like I said, I think I was still twenty when we won the national title, and um. I knew I had a lot, lot more room for greatness, and and Nebraska brought it out into me. And Coach Osborne let me go. I mean, Coach, um, Coach McBride, he he just said, right, "I'm gonna let you go wild," and I and I said, "That's what I want to hear." And I like to blitz at least ten, fifteen times a game. So I'm gonna ask you again. I asked you this yesterday. I'm gonna ask you today. A lot of us players feel like you was just out there doing whatever you wanted to do. So was it scheme? Or was it Terrell? It was scheme. I mean, most of the time when we ran a, you see me. I'm 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 by myself because we're plugging the lineup with all our defensive players just for me to have one on one with a back or 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 a receiver that's coming out the backfield or a tight end. Um, that was everything was designed from what Coach McBride played, like the under bubble defense we did that would put all six. Six people, our front seven out of out of seven, we put six on the line, and I would line up in the middle, and that would take away every blocker that can block me. And if you're running, that's just me and a running back one on one. I mean, a lot of people say I didn't know what I was doing, I, and that, that's that's not that's not fair to say because I knew what I was doing. Right. Well, I mean, again, 25 years later, it's good for me to ask you that because I I thought I knew you knew what you were doing, but I thought. I now I, I'm not now. You just improvising, like you know what? Some, some, now the first couple coming, of games. So let me. Now my first couple of games, I think that was kind of like just luck, you know, like intercepting the pass from Oklahoma State. I should have blitzed because the, the running back I had 
I was man on man on the running back. They did a dive, fake dive. So he runs up and he gets clocked up in the line. So I don't blitz. I just veer back a little bit and and look and see what the quarterback's doing. And he throws it right to me. So it's just more like playing mirroring him and seeing what he does. I call that being a playmaker. I mean, playmaker. Listen, people who make plays, they have to think outside the box. I mean, if had you ran up there and got caught in the traffic, that play would never happen. You're right. You're right. It, it never yeah. happened. And um, and I think that that being a playmaker, we had eleven playmakers on that defense. I mean, I wasn't. I I wouldn't even consider myself one of the top three on that defense. That, Give me your top three on that defense. Yeah, on 1995, the best defense. Uh, that say that put the pads on the best black shirt defense. Give me your your top five, top three guys. Top three guys. Well, uh, obviously Jerry Thomas had a hell of a year from being a walk on. He was a first team All American. Um, Grant Wistrom, same year. He was a second team All American. Uh, Christian Peters. I mean that whole D line was great, man. I I can't. I can't ask for you a better will love D-line. the D line. I mean, because they keep people off you. You know, that's that's yeah. and, and 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 not to say that anything else bad about anybody else, but they 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 wasn't selfish. You know, they 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 wasn't taking plays off. They they came hard every play, and and they made everybody else play the same way, except without the dirty part. You know, but that was those four great guys that I was. I would love still play with this day. Let's talk about that. You talked about two great Russians that I had the great privilege of going for, going against in practice every day, which was a headache. But how important is it now? Because when you think about Nebraska now and, and, and DMs, you really don't think those type of guys anymore. You know, you really don't think consistent guys coming up the field making plays and 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 protecting the edge the way those guys protected the edge. Do we have to get back to having those edge rushers to be successful on defense? I think so. I think even if you're running a 3-4 defense, you still need those those guys that can can hold they 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 self on that end, you know. It's it's is is kids that it's just we need to get back to that fundamental of big kids, you know, big DNs and you know, Warriors. I mean, that's what we used to playing with Warriors, and I don't think we probably had a a Warrior out there since probably Adam Carragher. You know, I don't. Wow, I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen that. That's my opinion. Oh, you, well, you had Sue after Adam Carragher. Well, Sue, you know, yeah, but he's a D tackle. I mean, but we haven't. Yeah, had, I guess no. You're, you're we right. really haven't had a D end. I mean, since probably. The, and I think Caleb Tanner. Well, Randy I, Gregory. Randy Gregory. Yeah, that'd be the last yeah, one. Yeah, that's Randy the last Gregory. one. But I think Caleb Tanner, um, he could be good, but I would like to see him stand up more. He's more he, – he's not yeah. – to me, he's just – you know, like we had DeMario Williams, right? Yeah. DeMario Williams was awesome. You know, I don't know how he used to Well, they, they, they're using this guy, Tanner – what's his name? Caleb Tanner. Caleb Tanner. He's more of a DN. He's not – no, DeMario Williams was a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. He, that played DN? Who? This guy, you saying Demario Williams was a linebacker that played the end? No, he was a linebacker that just really blitzed. Nah, he, uh, he played outside linebacker. He wasn't that down. big guy. He wasn't. wasn't. Demario Williams at Nebraska. Listen, the Soderhamen text line. If you remember Demario Williams, give me give me your best Demario Williams story. Demario Williams put his hands down and used to come off that corner. 
And I don't know. Sometimes he would stand up, but the majority of the times, DeMario had his hands down. And, I, and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, when we, we look at stars and we look how big a guy is and this, that, and the third, even with yourself, which in the league you would have played safety. Mm-hmm. No way you'd be playing linebacker in the league, right? So it, it, when you have people who have big hearts, they make big plays. Yeah. So it's not the size of the fight in the dog. It's the size of the fight, the heart mm-hmm. in that dog. Yeah, and, and that guy, um, he got a good heart. Was, he has a motor out there. I'm glad he's coming back and and wish him all the success for next year and, you know, just the changes we're going through. Nice. So – 95 championship game, playing Florida. Playing Florida. What's your thought process before the game? And and keep in mind, we was there. They talked more stuff yeah, than I, any other team I we ever faced. we got faced into it with in them a, at the mall, too. We man. did. We got into it at the mall. We had a – remember we had a dinner or a luncheon together. Yeah. We got into it there. And then we got into it at media day. Mm-hmm. And that's when they was doing the train and – Doing the gator chomp and yap, they was just chomping and yapping at the mouth, just foaming at the mouth, talking, just talking, 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 and and, and so talk about that a little bit. What was your mindset? Oh man, it was just probably a couple of days leading up for the game. It got kind of, kind of real tense. You know, I was, I was kind of loose, but I was just kind of nervous because we was. You know, even though y'all played Miami the year before that, we was coming in against Florida with much more speed, I think, than Miami had much more. They was more spread it out, you know. They didn't have a running game too much. But four or five receivers, you know, fun and gun. It was it was kind of nervous. But, you know, after the first quarter, I think that I, we kind of figured how the game was going to unfold and, and the rest was history. So we we in the game with national champions. You just walked into a national champion, and without you leading again, I didn't know you led uh, that black shirt defense in tackles. But leading that black shirt defense in tackles, we won. Our mindset nineteen ninety six was to do it again. So we get into nineteen ninety six. Then what happens? Oh man, it's like <laughs> like the I wouldn't say the monkey hopped on my back, but um. Yeah, 96 season, I was uh, preseason All-American, preseason to win the Buckets. I was preseason Big 12 player of the year. And that's when the tides turned for me and, you know, the the alcohol factor played a big role. Do you feel like having the success in 95 – help contribute to the fact that your mindset was, I am Terrell Farley, preseason All-American, I'm this and I'm that. And I guess it would have been nice to have somebody that could draw you back in, right? An older guy yeah. to be able to I draw mean, you back in. I mean, even though I came in, I came in as a junior, so it wasn't much about the older things. I was Because I was, I was hanging with guys my age. You know, it was – more of uh, a young kid in college at 20, 20 years old, uh, thousands of miles away from home, um, going out at night, drinking, having fun with friends, and just just doing it the wrong way. All right, so listen, before I go, give me give me one, Nick. Give me a song, Nick, before we take it to break. Let's see if he knows this. Having a good time, having a good time. 
Come on, man. Y'all got to play something I know. What is this? I'm from Georgia. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Give us something else, Nick. Give us something else. He'll never get that, Nick. For the love of money. Man, you know what? We're going to go out on that. Turn it up a little bit, Nick. Man, if you missing this show, you missing something. I am on the ticket. It's 93.7. The captain, Terrell Farley's in the building, the All-American. The one guy that I had a brother-in-law relationship with at Nebraska, and I still do to this day. Come right back. More Terrell Farley. Back with Vershawn Jackson. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What about that? You know that song? What is it? Let me see. Let me listen. Turn it up a little bit for me. Here we go. What is it? You don't know that song. Yeah, I don't know that song. Jeez, man, that's MC Hammer. No, you gotta Hammer. upgrade your music. That's man. MC Hammer, Too Legit to Quit. Yeah, that's not MC. That's not, no. That's that was Too ins- Legit to is Quit. Is that the instrumental part of yeah, it? Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> you would have known it if it was, if I gave you the words. What about this one? I got another one for you. See if you know this one. Play on the second, we're gonna put them tough. Them oh, yeah, that's bad. Let's see, we, we, we told them the night before the game what we was gonna do. Tell me, gonna clown. This, this, this is you, I know that. that this is right before the game, beginning of my rapping career. That was the beginning and the end of your rapping yeah, career. Yeah, one hit wonder, <laughs> one hit wonder. <laughs> I mean, you and Tommy, that was a good deal y'all came up with right I don't know how. How y'all come up with it? Obviously, I don't know, man. I guess we was just having fun in the hotel that night. And you know how you had to conjoin the rooms in the hotel? We left our door open the whole trip, man. It's just, it was amazing how we did that. And 25 years later, it's still playing around. Two superstars collabing. You had the I Got Five on the beat. With a bottle of hot sauce <laughs> as the mic, you know. So it it was a great feeling. Those were some fun times, man. I, man. You know, I just wish Nebraska can get back to those days. And and, and you know, it, it, time's on our side, you know. And you know, just the, I just hope they can just do it this year. Time is on our side. Yes, yes it, it is. You, singing ain't for you, bro. All right, dang. I quit my day. I won't quit my day job. Uh, yeah. I at least talk. I, I can't sing, but you know, it don't hurt to try. Anyway, so we 95, we won. We're going into year 96. It's we're in two a days. We're out of two a days. It's August. First game September 4th or whatever. What happens? I think I was already suspended before the. No, no, the, no I didn't play no. the first two games. My yeah, senior. you got suspended because you, you you didn't play because, right? No, I, the first I, the first time I call, I called a DUI in the, the summer. first time. Right? Yeah, that's the summer. Oh, that was in the summertime. That was in the summertime. And then you got suspended for the first. You know, yeah, I got suspended for the first two games. We won easily. No, we didn't. The first game. Yeah, we lost the second. I game. know that was a hard pill. Lisa could have been zero zero if you was there. Uh, uh, I think we would have won. You think? I think we would have. The won. energy you brought with it. I, I we, mean, probably would have catapulted us. I mean, just just the way I play, and, and when you try to put somebody at my position that 
that they haven't played that position all year, just like the Texas game with Mike Manor. Um, Who now, had to now, fill in that game? Who filled in for you? That linebacker. That we start bringing Mike Minner in. Yeah, not linebacker. And, 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 and nothing against Mike. It's just Mike wasn't a linebacker. You yeah, know? He's a safety. He's a safety. And, and and my mentality is different from his. I come in the hole. He just he probably didn't feel it like I did. But you know, we we tried it, and and and, and you know, we still had a great season that year. Not not the way we wanted it to end, but the next year, y'all picked up the slack and brought us back one home. Well, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do is, is try to hopefully keep that same level of intensity up to where when it's our turn to shine, when we seniors, we keep going and we go, we start winning, you know. What I mean? And I so. can tell you that, you know, from everything that happened me in life, man, I, in Nebraska would always be home for me, you know, besides, you know, Georgia and Nebraska is the place that I, I'd rather be just to, to be here with friends and family and just, you know, and still have Coach Osborne around to talk to and just, you know, just it's a lovely place to be. What makes Coach Osborne a legend? You know, there's a lot of different ways you can put Coach Osborne as a lesson, a legend. First, um, he's more than a legend. He's like a father figure to us. I mean, his words he, that comes out of his mouth, like, Never seen the guy really fuss, you know. Not even a halftime speech or not even a pregame speech. He he has the same words, the same attitude, the same. You know, he says it the same, like that nonchalant attitude. And, you know, he's a he, and the way he he figured things out. You know, he 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 he's just a great coach all around. Just great person all, overall. Mm -hmm. What 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 what's your most memorable moment as a Husky? Uh, I got to say, my most memorable as a hustler. I still think about this today, man. We went to Michigan State and we was in the locker room and and we got hyped. And and, and right before the game, you know, something was broke in the locker room and clock, a, a chair. Oh, you you. I didn't see the chair. I got hit with the chair. Oh, I didn't get so hit. So I'm running chair. out before the game. I'm bleeding. I'm like, hey, hey, take me up. And and and, and that was the most memorable because you know, it's just the way we got ourselves hyped for the game. If you was in our locker room, you would swear we were some killers. You know, just the way yeah. we talked. You know. Yeah. I mean, well, the way not only the way we talked, but what we was doing in there, jumping around. And oh yeah, it was a mad running in there. You talking yeah. about you talking about being in, in a mosh pit. Yeah, that, man, that that was like putting fifty wild dogs in, in, in one in, 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 in one little room and saying go. Yeah, and 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 and, it, and the words that came out those captains' mouth, like you ever seen the film that Tony Vila breaks down the whole ninety five team. Oh yeah, I I copied him style in ninety seven. Yeah, so it, it's it's like that, you know, and just to have an offense and a defense like that clicking on the same page at the same time. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable the things we did back in 95. I, I remember that, though, 95, and, and Christian would go last. I think it was, our captains was Tony Velen, Aaron Graham, mm -hmm. um, Christian Peter, mm -hmm. Mark Gilman. Yeah. Yes, Gills! Mark <laughs> Gilman, tight end. So, uh, and Mark would go first because he was a funny guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He would kind of have us laughing and kind of talking to us. And then uh, – T 
TV was though, I think third. Who else? Who, so who else did I say? Phil good. Ellis too. Phil Ellis, yeah. Yeah, we had Phil Ellis. Yeah. Phil Ellis would yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just kind of talk, tell us what's up, and then you would it would it would gradually get crazier and crazier. So now you go from 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 Phil Ellis to who would have been next? Um Tony. Nah, Tony went second to last. Uh, Aaron. Aaron Graham. Yeah. So now you go to Aaron, and Aaron got got so much fire, and maybe I got those two flipped. Yeah. Maybe it was Tony Veland, then Aaron Graham. But you say the best for last. Yeah. Then Christian. Oh my god. And when Christian would go, the reason why we got so much respect is because not only did he lead on the field, you know, when he was on the field, but in the locker room when it was time, when it was go time, it was go time. And I remember him going through his whole spew. And, La da la da la blah 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 blah. Let's go out and rah blah 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 blah. Then he took the clock off of the wall and splashed it on himself. He was bleeding too before the game. He was bleeding before the game. And listen, we was like a bunch of wild, crazy dogs. But but when he broke that, hey, I was looking like, oh my. God, did he just do what I think he did? Yeah, he did. And we looked at – I think we all looked at each other. Everybody like, was shocked. Like, oh, shoot, we're in trouble now. And then it was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's and, go, and the thing about Phil Ellis, and, and, you know, I will give him and Doug Coleman most utmost respect for playing with them because I was, a, I was young, and they would help me line up, you know, just to – you know, because that's what that's what that, that that's what their jobs to help the younger guys and, and and I and I think Phil and Doug they they switched out every single um, series or something, but they was both great, both great leaders out there, man. And 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 it starts with them, you know, just helping helping wise. I get you on know, you talk about Phil Ellis. I can't wait to get him on the show. But Phil Ellis could have went and played in the NFL and was like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Coleman went to go play in the NFL. Doug Coleman still special coaching. Teams, special team yeah, coach for still, Dallas, ain't he? Nah, I don't, is it Dallas? It might be Dallas. Yeah, be right. Yeah, yeah. But somebody's in Cleveland too, coaching. Mm-hmm. But but uh, Doug Coleman, you talk a middle linebacker, man. You talk uh, a, a surfer. I, I I used to call him a beach boy. He was a surfer. Had a tan in the winter. Yeah, but that was a big surfer though. I know, man. Dude, I mean, great dude, linebacker. Man, Big Doug was like six two two fifty. Yeah, and I mean, Doug was Phil Ellis downhill six one two twenty. Man, I don't know if you know this, but me and Phil Ellis had some type of we did not like each other on the field at all. Like, I if if it was one person that I had the majority of my fights, and I fought a lot of different people, mm-hmm. but the majority of my fights was with Phil Ellis. Well, I didn't have to fight. I, I I would embarrass you so much that you'd probably wanted to fight. But that's what I did it to the line. It couldn't get you. What you talking about? It, it, it couldn't get it, you to like, fight you. Like Speedy Gonzalez. I just tell him. Yeah, just run around you. Yeah, I wish I could have got my hands on you. I always say Hey, that, that pack. Too. We got that pack, man. I know it. I know All it. right. I know it. But we're sitting here with Terrell Farley reminiscing, talking a little bit about the 95, 96, some of the pros, cons, this, that, that, that Terrell has been through in his lifetime. Terrell, what are you doing now? Um, six years clean, six years sober, uh, doing very, very well for yourself. When we come back off of this break, we're going to talk a little bit about what you're doing now, what Nebraska football needs to do again to win, um, and just touch on, take all of your text messages on our Sider Haven text line. I'm Rashawn Jackson. That's Terrell Farley. Nick's in the captain's chair. 
The Ticket, 93.7. with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, as we do, I know this song. Do you know this song? Oh, September 3rd. Who sing this song? Oh my God! I don't know. Just pop it on the rollers. Oh my gosh, Nick, who man, sings the song? I, the Temptations. Come on, man! Nick, I heard this song in 1980, so it doesn't matter who sings it. You know, I know it. You know, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yes, Papa is a Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Every lady's hat was his home. Hey, welcome. I'm here with Terrell Farley. We had Mickey Joseph on earlier. It's the ticket, 93.7. I'm the captain. Rolling with my super friends, captain of the defense over here in 95. That's it. Man. I still wish I would have got a hold to you. I still wish I would have just dogged you one I, time. I know, man. I just want – I don't know what that I, like. I just wanted to hear Coach say, run it again. Oh, uh, nah, listen, <laughs> that VJ, wouldn't have worked. You got to do this, VJ. That would not have worked in my time because by the time you got there, I wasn't on scout team no more. I mean I, – I had, I, had, I had finished my deal at scout team. I started off on scout team, too. You should have. Everybody at Nebraska should start out on scout team, period, and work their way up like everybody else But the sad thing is did. they didn't let me hit the quarterback. And I, Who was the quarterback? Tommy. Had good footwork. He's, he, he had a green shirt on? Yeah, he had good footwork. Good footwork. Got he, up out of there on Yeah, he, he, I mean, he got me a couple of times. It was like tackling a snake. Who's the best running back? You played. We said this yesterday. Oh, okay. It's going to be the same answer today. I'm a, everybody that I deal with, I'm going to ask that question to. So, it's the same? LP? LP. You know, I, Amon Green's great. Good player. I came in with Amon, so, of course, I'm a, I am think he's a great athlete. Uh, me, him, Chris Brown, Chad, Chris, uh, Kel, Chad Kelsey. Chad Kelsey. Only four that didn't redshirt that year. Mm. So That's funny because we can pick the ones that didn't redshirt. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I can, and I, and I also know what happened that that first day I moved into the locker room, and and I still know who did it. What happened? You did it. What I do? You made me bite my tongue. You, what, you had to pay rent. I had to pay rent. Ah, oh. I had to pay rent. I'm not very. Listen, I, I'm not very proud of that. I am, but I'm not. The the old guy in me, not very proud of of, of making people pay rent. The 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 football player in me loves the fact <laughs> that we made. You I guys think the next year I took pay it out of rent. I had a wiffle ball back <laughs> the next year. Right, and coach said, "Oh no, y'all going too hard." Ask AD about paying rent. <laughs> I went in with AD. I went in with a mun, and soon we got in there. It was like a trash can full of water. Somebody jumping out the locker room. It's like bows coming from everywhere. Hey man, you had to earn your way back then. What no. We gonna give it to you, and it didn't have anything to do with the coaches. And that's the thing that people don't know that if you started off in that old locker room, it was rough over there. Yeah. So what what Terrell's talking about is when you first come to Nebraska, when we got there, you went to the North locker room. If you were in the North locker room, that means you were either not playing or a freshman, one of the two. Okay. 
And a lot of people were in that North locker room for a couple years, okay? And when you got a chance to get ready, when, when you got, you know, in, in two-a-day camp, when it was getting ready to break, they'll, they'll tell you, hey, get your stuff. You're moving to the South lock, South, the, the, the varsity locker room. You're excited. You're feeling good about yourself. Got a big smile. I finally made it. I'm and, going to the senior locker room. And then, and, boom. And then, at the, during, at, when practice is almost over, everybody be like, rent's due. Rent is due. So, the, they have the door shit. Rent's due. As soon as you open the door and come in there with all your stuff, you look up, ah! Rent's due. like, like. Like a like a beating, like a gang beating. Yeah, we beat we beat you in, man. It wasn't you didn't just get in that locker room. And I bit my tongue. I was soaking wet. Oh man, I didn't mean to make you bite your tongue. But I was the by the time. Listen, when I got I got, I got a good whooping when I got in there. So when I got a chance to be the enforcer in there, I had to make sure everybody felt the I same. I think you was with Dwayne Harris when you moved. Correct. In. Oh man, Dante Jones. Ooh. Yeah, Christian Peter. Oh man. Yeah, all of those guys. But the sad part about it, my locker was right by the D linemen, and they was nasty. They was nasty. You mean just nasty in general? Yeah, nasty they just their locker rooms. Just, just net draws all over the place over with skid there. marks. Yeah, I, I don't know about the skid marks. Well, but, if you knew it was nasty, you know something. Yeah, I mean, you, nasty you, socks all over oh, the place. Oh, you know what they did at practice. Junk pile. I ain't, I can't tell everything. Yeah, bro. not yet. God, not dog, yet. Get me all jacked up. They'd be, they'd be mad at me for giving up the D-line secrets. McBride would be talking about VJ. Run it again. <laughs> Or he'll tell me like he told me one time I was on scout team and I was talking crazy. I'm talking filthy to the defense because I'm I'm getting like two yards, five yards, and and you know when they talk about running again, I'm again I'm not running the same play again. Now I might run the same play, but I'm not going in that hole. Not running the same. No, place. I'm not running the same place yeah. because you guys knew what the play <laughs> was already, Coach McBride. So I think I cut it back and I might have got five or ten yards and I come back. I'm talking stuff. And um, McBride just goes absolutely nuts on me. He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Your mouth runs like a duck's butt in water. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, coach, man, I, you know, I'm over here. I'm trying to give him a look. Man, them black shirts over there don't care about us. All they want to do is hold us up. They want to hit us. They want to beat us up. They want to smack us around. And it ain't nothing that we could do about it. So I used to tell my group, listen, we're not taking it no more. We ain't taking no beating for no black shirt no more. We need to deliver it, and we delivered it in practice. Shout out to Jock Allen, man, the greatest the, scout the team player. Specialty guru. The, the, the greatest scout team player in the history of Nebraska. Never stop after he touched the ball. We could man, be, he used to kill we y'all. Could, man, we was in shorts half of the time he was No, y'all wasn't. Jock Allen used to destroy the black shirt. But I used to wonder to he myself. He would destroy but who if, was going that hard Allen, I know y'all was. If Jock Allen is scoring on the black shirts, whatever team we were playing, how are we going to beat them and we're scoring on them from scout team? The game is different. Well, it's different now. What's the difference between the game back then and the game now? Uh, practice. Don't Talk practice. about practice? They don't practice. You talk about practice. Practice. Really? Practice. Come on, officer. You talking about practice? Yeah, practice. <laughs> you ain't got to practice at Nebraska. I bet you you wouldn't miss a whole week without practicing with Coach Osborne and think you was going to play in the game. Oh, no. you, you get, Come on over here and sit on the bench over here. Yeah. You might not even be on the sideline. It might tell you to get up in the stands. Yeah, get your hot dog. Yeah, go on and get you some of that Valentino's pizza. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it goes both ways. Well, you know how that goes. So listen, Sider Heyman text line, 464-5685. Send us some texts. We will take your questions for probably until the end of the show or close to it. Honda Lincoln Hotline, call in if you want to. We'll take your questions there as well. Um, Terrell, we're going to take a break. Right after that, we're going to get into questions. I'm quite sure that the people out there in Husker country and the ticket country's got a lot of questions for us. Um, Get your questions in. If you want to start getting them in now, I can read them, and I'll be prepared for you. I'm Rashawn Jackson. It's the captain. That's Terrell Farley. Room 4334 or 3443. Be right back. Just 43. This is 937 a ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24 yard line. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! It's fun, Albert! Why we do our thing. We're going to have a good time. Hey, hey, hey. Here comes Rail. Hey, I just want to say, uh, Terrell, man, I appreciate you being on the show with us and gracious with your presence. Welcome to, 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 it's a really close net of brothers, and I call it Rashawn and the Super Friends, because you guys are all super friends for me. And uh, I appreciate it all the times that we've had together over all these doggone years. It's crazy that we're still friends, even though you were a black shirt. I was a red shirt. I think I'm better than a black shirt because I had to go against y'all. But that's just me. I'm just talking. That's a bad feeling. I'm just talking. So he said, touchdowns and bad intentions. I just watched the Terrell Farley YouTube video. Mike was talking about Farley was a missile. He flew around the stadium with very bad intentions. He stood out on the field with – with all Americans, NFL draft picks, Hall of Famers, I am ready to put the pads on and strap up the helmet now and go out and have some fun. Might want to watch it so you can see Farley's touchdowns. Pecan pie. Whatever, pecan pie. Nate the Skate. I was in the North locker room f- for 11 minutes. Well, listen, Nate. Talking about he was on. Nate, Nate talking about he was in the locker room for 11 minutes. <laughs> Everybody ain't that lucky. Me, Mickey, Reggie Cooper, one scrimmage on the south side. Nate the skate. Did y'all have to pay? Did y'all have to pay rent, Nate? Was rent still due then or no? Uh, Gabe says, what up, VJ? Love the show. The question is for Terrell. When is the race happening with Vinny Matt? Because I would like to place a couple of bets on that. Thank you. Man, this guy, man, <laughs> I told you, man, this guy, he, he harasses me every day on Facebook. He's a, he's a, he runs the marathon. I told him to go run a 10K, man. He want to run 100 yards. I would take him there. Vinny Mack, you heard it. You, you know, you Vinny Mack, if you hear me, come down today. Let me take it to you. Come on, man. 40 yards, 
That's we, it. Hey, we can take it down to the university now. You can go down there now. Man, we can we, race on O Street. Y'all can go from y'all go from 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 uh, goal line to goal line. O Street, I wouldn't care. Nate the skate. Nate the skate said the best scout team offense of all times. Nate, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Versus Oklahoma, 1987, quarterback Mickey Joseph. That's a pretty good one, though. Halfback, Leotis Flowers. That's real good. Halfback, Nate Turner, real good. Fullback, Randy Williams. Gave the black shirts to business. I believe y'all gave them the business. Oh, uh, Nate. That wasn't me. That was with Mickey. Nobody gave us the business. Man. Man well, you, I, can't, I, okay. I wasn't on scout hey. team. I'm not going to say that. Okay, okay, okay. I wasn't on scout you, team. You wanna, okay, I tell the fans, ask one player, this player right here, how was that defense? Who's the one player? Scott Frost. Oh boy, his his year when he transferred. Yeah, y'all made it a little tough on him. Yeah, sorry, Scotty. Yeah, y'all made it, y'all sorry, made, y'all made it tough on my boy to do what he needed. That that was our job to make you tough. But you know what? It's trial by fire here in Nebraska. It's not. There's nothing easy. Yeah. going to be given. You're going to give it the hard way. You got to earn it. Yeah. You don't just get it and all of a sudden you got it. But I can tell you right now, Nate, the skate, uh, yeah, I feel like ours was still better than y'all. So, we still had the best scout team. I'll give y'all a very, very close number two. Practice? Tommy Gunn. Yeah, we talking about practice. practice? Tommy Gunn, amazing show. Great job, you guys. Anonymous, question from the real Action Jackson. What? Ooh. What, what kind of disrespectful <laughs> stuff is going on talking about question from the real – you must be talking about my brother. That's the real action, Jackson. You got to be talking about Antoine. He talking about Antoine? Is that Antoine? That, God, that, ain't, that ain't my brother. I know he, I know he ain't hit me talking about the real – only action Jackson I know is my brother. Now, he said besides Jack Allen, who was a scout team All-American? Besides Jack Allen, I think – um. Offensively, I'm gonna speak offensively. Myself, uh, Josh Cobbs, Josh Cobbs, myself, uh, Josh Cobbs, Jay Sims, Josh Cobbs, Jay Sims, definitely fastest scout team running back ever. Definitely Jay Sims. Uh, Aaron Davis was a pretty good dog, good scout team player. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me think, Freddie Pollock, all those offensive linemen because they had to. But rest in peace, Mike, Brian Nunzi. Yeah, Mike Van, Mike Van Cleve, Brian Nunzi, absolutely yeah. Nunzi. Yeah. Uh, Mike Van Cleve was a really good scout team player. Um, let me see who else. David Riddick. I, listen, the list goes all on and Frankie on and on. London. Frankie London had a good career oh, on scout man. team. You know uh, what I'm saying? All of us did for, for the most part. But um, that was a part of life, scout team. But that made you into who you – I didn't know – you know, I'm just now realizing again that, that uh, Trev Alberts won the buckets. Yeah. I mean, best linebacker in the country. Won the Buckets Award, and I got a chance to block him every day in practice. Ain't that crazy? Threw me around like a rag doll. Okay, so anonymous. Let's go. Let's keep going. Squeaks. Who was the toughest guy in the locker room? The one guy you would never mess with. Mm, we had a lot. I, know, I tell you, give one. me one. Jason Jenkins just looked like the big Jenks. Just looked like the. The Terminator. Yeah. Just looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he played in Conan. I, you know who I would say? Debo. Not the little Debo. Not you, Jay. Sorry. You're the uh, number two Debo. <laughs> I would say, no, no, seriously. You know, I would say um, Dwayne Harris was one of them guys. You didn't get a chance to play with Dwayne. No, Harris. no. Christian Peters. 
Yeah, Christian was one of those guys. There's a couple of different guys. Yeah. I mean, if you really look at it, LP and Clinton Charles was that, that guy. Oh, yeah, that nice guys. Nice yeah. Guy. Clinton, Clinton, Clinton always you just gonna go mess with you. You, you, you Clinton wouldn't, in there yeah. Like you, that. You, you, and and Clinton didn't even run; he ran too hard at practice. I mean, I remember Clinton, and, and I think Jamel Williams was playing Oklahoma. You remember that ninety five? Uh-huh. Remember we had all them fights? It was Oklahoma week, yeah. and we had the scrimmage. We had the station ones against twos and twos against ones, and then we went to uh, goal line and. Clinton and Jamel hit like two battling rounds, and it, it sounded like a bomb going off. I think the helmets got stuck together. Dude, or something. It was, it, it, something happened, but I know one thing: it was some craziness going on. Yeah, man, whoever this anonymous guy with three seven two seven talking about, yeah, it's from his brother. Is it? I don't believe it. It's his brother. That's not my brother, Antoine. That's somebody trying to talk about the real acts. It might be my brother. If Who that's hey, if that's him, ask him the famous burger at. Takeout. Don't not even don't even tell them the name of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Three Seven Two Seven. What's the best burger? What come on a what come on a well tell me what the best burger that most people get at Jackson Takeout. Slider Haven text line, four six four five six eight five. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, four six four five six eight five. If you have any questions, cares, concerns, gripes, I might even let you rant a little bit. Um uh, seven zero eight two says Florida was talking lots of noise before the game. What were they saying during the game? Anything stands out or was funny? Big Will Washington. Uh, oh uh, man, I gotta say that kickoff when we when we broke old boy hip. Oh, you talking about when uh, Jacques Green? Who hit him? Uh, Fifty two linebacker Billy. No, Billy Legate no, wasn't. It wasn't Aaron Penland. Aaron Penland. Yes, he probably not. Aaron Penland was probably the best kickoff kickoff cover guy at Nebraska. And 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 this is a funny story because me and Jacquez played against each other in high school, and I told him right before the game he kicked Tyrone Williams' helmet. I say, man, you just probably messed up. They gonna try to kill you. Okay, so after he got hurt, I just went over there and asked him, was he okay? What did he do? Broke his hip. Destroyed him. Destroyed him. Straight destroyed him. Yep. Let me see something here. Dusty says, what up, fellas? I can I can say as someone who graduated high school in 98, we looked up to, to y'all as giant heroes. We got to play in Memorial Stadium for the state championships, and I don't know how y'all survived on that hard old turf. <laughs> but as a 41-year-old adult now, I am more proud of Terrell getting sober and being brave enough to talk about it. Great job. Oh man, it's a daily thing you have to fight through, man. Um, uh, I'm I'm happy for myself. You know, I I really did it for my kids and for my family and and for the people who really know me. You know, you know, it's 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 more than it's more than just about football. It's about life, and you know, nobody wants to go through the problems that this this disease can take you through all of, all of life. But it's funny that you say a disease. You know, when you put it in that perspective. My father died when I was 15 of, of alcoholism. So I, I know firsthand kind of what that life looks like. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, even now I'm like you, I, I don't partake in the beverages. I try to I try to stay sucker free. Now, I, I, I might have a little something, but as far as drinking to get drunk, mm-hmm. like we used to do 20 years ago, you know, that's uh, kind of out in, in this, this day and age. Brad from Baldwin. 
says, uh, I think you know Gerald Armstrong. Do I have any Gerald Armstrong? Listen, Gerald Armstrong was one of the baddest tight ends who caught the most touchdown passes in the history of Nebraska football. Every time you look up, year was he this? was catching touchdown passes. 93, I think it was, his senior year. So, the year I came in, Gerald was a senior. I was a, a redshirt freshman. And so, I, I just remember Gerald being a soft-spoken guy, but I hit you in the mouth. But he was a touchdown machine when it came to tight ends and scoring. Um, the one UFC – the one teammate that could be a UFC uh, – UFC fighter, my guess, is Clinton Childs. Because didn't he wrestle? Yeah, he did wrestle. I think he could be one. He was tough enough to be one. Mm-hmm. Clinton Real was a tough guy, man. Tough. I just I just talked to Clinton. I was told him, man, straight up, man. Thanks, brother. Mm-hmm. Thanks for helping me to be tough. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really have to go against him that much. God bless me. <laughs> you know, but. Oh, that, you had another brother-in-law deal. Yeah. Well, Clinton was tough, though. He, I mean, his his everything about Clinton was tough. I, absolutely. But he's a nice guy. I mean, you have to know him, you know. To, to figure him out, but you know, never, never, probably tackled him two times out of my whole year, two years there. Next week's gonna be running back week, so we'll see if we can get Clinton on. Uh, man, three seven two seven talking about the ghetto burger. Oh man, that man must know. Uh, it. Yeah, it might be Action yeah, Jackson. Yeah. What's up, Action? I, I said the the Jackson burger. Yeah, uh, the VJ burger. The, the VJ Husker burger. The VJ Husker nah, burger. Nah, nah. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't what they like. They like that ghetto burger. Yeah, that got to be Twan. Yeah, well, that's got to be Twan right yeah, there. That's, that got to be Twan. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. got to be the real action. Now, shout out to my brother Antoine Jackson, man. The toughest guy I know. Uh, Jay and Lincoln, you have to go to one of the games and you need a quarterback. Tommy, Scott, Eric. So, you're telling me that I need to have either Scott Frost on, Tommy Fraser on, or, or Eric Crouch on? Is that what you were saying, Jay and Lincoln? Because I think tomorrow, uh, touchdown Tommy Fraser might be in the building with OVJ. Uh, 7031 says, oh, stop it, Mike. Tell T. Farley. Mike Nice talking about he want to race you. Mike Look, Fullman. Man, we too old, man. Mike's still strong, though. Yeah, he too big. Mike, yeah, he said t- you might pop a hamstring. Yeah, you might pop a hamstring. Messing around with Terrell Farley yeah. right now, man. Yeah, man. You know, th- you know I- I'll probably run about a four or five. Man, Terrell laying concrete. He's still like he can play, man. Come on, Mike Nice. How dare you? How dare you, Mike Nice? We, Mike Nice, man. We we got listen, Mike Nice. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna have all week for running backs, but I'm gonna call you when we get off the air, Mike, and we got to figure out. A day for you next week and and get you on, and then we'll get Terrell back in here because I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if I would – I like you, Mike Nice, but I'm trying to tell you them hamstrings, though, man. You might still be squatting 500 pounds. Them hamstrings <laughs> might pop. <laughs> Mike Nice, though, shout out to him. Shout out to Will Washington. Shout out to Nate, all the former Huskers in the box. Shout out to my brother, the real Action Jackson. Um, Husker Sparky. Now, Husker Sparky may have – he might have a, a plight here. Eric Martin, best kickoff coverage guy the Huskers have had. I, you know, I it'd be hard for me to, to to deny that. Eric Martin was a was a dog out there. I don't know if you remember him. Linebacker. Mm-hmm. Dude used to come downhill on every aspect. Well, just, so Aaron Pillin too. Yeah, I, I Billy don't know. Legate. Billy Legate. I like Martin, but man, I'm telling you, 
these dudes, I'm talking about Billy the Gate, Aaron Penland, oh, yeah. they didn't. It was 150 miles an hour until they skidded on the on the on the turf. Wasn't no stopping them. Wasn't no quit. Wasn't no none of that. And I was on the kickoff. Tyrone, all the starters was on kickoff. We know it ain't the VJ Husker Burger. We know we know Jackson takeout. It ain't the VJ Husker Burger <laughs> three seven two. The, the real Action Jackson. We know what it is. We know it's the the ghetto burger. We know it's the real Action Jackson now. Squeak says 120 days sober. Crazy how quickly your life can improve. Shout out to you, uh, Squeaks. Yeah, man. That just keep going day by day. Take it day by day. Surround yourself with the best friends you can, man, because that's the best thing you can do in the end. It's just be around people you care about. Dusty says, what up, fellas? How many concussions did you get and how many did you give? I don't use my head. I'm not. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> Say that again. I'm not a hard tackler. I, I get the job done. Wrap I'm, up. I'm more of a wrap up tackler. And, if I, and, and I'm not a cheap. I don't take cheap shots. You know, I, I, I like to play the game fair. And if, and if I got a kill shot, probably take it once or twice. But I'm not trying to. Really put nobody out the game like that. Well, I mean, I've been knocked out. I've been I, I've been knocked out once. Had to take a standing eight count once, all by the same person. I was hit by Tony Velen and that like the. Well, that's what that's what they talking about though. See, I, see that my that, teammate hit me. That, well, my teammate hit me. Octavius the murder man hit me. Yeah, he knocked me out the game for about two plays, well, but it was more of my shoulder than a concussion. Well, if you probably had a concussion, but they wouldn't back then. It wasn't no concussion protocol. <laughs> How you feeling? Take some smell of sauce. Yeah. Get back in there. Uh, Gabe says, I met Clinton Childs one time. Very nice guy. I told him the nickname my friends and I have for him, and he got a chuckle out of it. We used to call him Thousand Pounds of Attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a facial expression. Right. Thousand Pounds of Attitude. <laughs> hey, that is so him. Good job. You definitely know CC on that one, Clinton Childs. Maybe that came from you guys. And trickle down. I don't know. Now that's the first time I heard of a thousand pounds of attitude. <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna give him them though. Uh looks like here seven zero eight two. I think this is Big Will. When is the week for the best athletes on the field? The tight ends. Listen, Big Will, you already know. I gotta prepare the tight end show. I cannot just I that's gotta be something that that's well thought out. And put in perspective, Will. So you won't be hearing from me, Will, because you definitely gonna be on that show. Probably not next week, but the week after next. Okay. So either that or my birthday month, we'll we'll go a tight end. We'll start with the tight ends. Pecan Pie say Carlos Polk. He must be in Carlos Polk. Carlos Polk. Carlos Polk. Polk man. The Polk Daddy. Yeah, man. I remember he first came in. He stayed with us in the summer. Carlos, great athlete. Him, great, great athlete, great person. He was a, he was good on kickoff. Too. Yeah, Pope man, he was good on defense. He's good on defense. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean Carlos was he was young. He came in and and he did the thing. And um, he stayed with me. Actually, he stayed with me for the summer. You you you. Oh, you mean when they first got in there? Yeah, you know how you bring the freshmen to your house, and he stayed on the couch for. I you have to wake him up in the morning. Hey, get up! You got to go to work, buddy. You got to get out of here. So Brian T says you can you can run against me. I will just walk unless there's a bomb or something. Think of it think of it as a stat pad and confidence builder. Brian T. You talking about he talking about you in his race? I don't know. Is that the guy talking about Vinny? 
Nah, he could be. I don't yeah, know. Brian man. T, man. man call, who, Explain hey. yourself, Brian T. Explain it, yourself. Somebody tell Vinny to call me, text me today, and set the race up and stop playing. So, so uh, 2672 says, we need another Tyrone Williams blocking field goals and punts. It's kind of a lost art. Tyrone Williams wasn't no – he wasn't a blocker. He didn't block no. punts. And, Tyrone was a cover guy. You must be talking about Barry Miles. Or me. Or Terrell Farley or I'm the best Eric Warfield. I figure I'm the best nah, block picker to come nah, out of the Not so fast, my friend. Um, you only got three? I know, but I'm – listen, I love you. I think you are one of the best. I think you're a, a close number two, but Barry Miles was the best. No, that's not what Coach Osborne say. Really? Yeah, yeah. Coach gave you the oh, seal of oh, approval? Oh, yeah, he gave me the high hand. Hey, I'm old enough to disagree with Coach. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, the real Action Jackson says, what about Ty Euler? What about Ty Euler? Oh, scout. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, hey. Ty fullback, wasn't he? No, running back. Oh, yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. Ty Euler, you, you are exactly right. Ty Euler used to go bananas. Billy, too. Now, Billy, I forgot Billy played. Scout team. I know, but with Ty Euler was another – he was a whole other animal, bro. Ty Euler was a, a great running back in high school. Yeah. Ty Euler would, would, would break off runs of 80 yards in the spring game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right, Action Jackson. Ty Euler was one of the best scout team players. He would be in my All-American board. Practice. Uh, on ta- yeah, I'm talking about practice. We're talking about practice. 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 Okay. Was there ever a team – that you thought was going to be an easy game that surprised you, and how tough were they? Just that that Washington State game, they came to play. Did you see how far they knocked Tommy out of bounds that time? He got hit hard that game. Yeah. And they was they was hitting. They was playing. Yeah, I, you know the game that for me would have been Missouri, 97. Yeah, y'all had a hard game. I, we thought we were going to go in there and smash them down. Yeah. But Missouri – Quite as kept every time we play Missouri, Missouri come to hit. They at least come to hit. We might blow them out, but yeah. we knew we've been in the game. You're going to be sore on Sunday and Monday. You know what I mean? But as far as a game that I thought we was going to go in and dominate, Missouri, the miracle in Missouri with, with, with Miracle Boy Matt Davidson and Shevin Wiggins kicking. Man, man, Shevin don't get enough credit. And I'm going to have Shevin on too. I'm going to have my itty-bitty committee, but Shevin don't get enough credit for kicking that ball in the air. Because if Shevin would have never kicked that ball in the air, it would never have given uh, Matt Davidson an opportunity to catch it. So, shout out to both of those guys, Scott Frost for throwing it, Shevin Wiggins for kicking it, and Matt Davis for catching it. Without that, we would not have been champions that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6136 or 6153 says, Terrell, you might still be able to run, but cherish it while it lasts. You've only got a few years left before you realize that you're in your last you're not fast anymore. Trust me on this. Well, it's not being fast just as long as I can run. You know? Yeah. yeah I don't, we don't care how fast yeah, you get I'll there. I'll be a turtle. I just get care. there. Yeah. Man, it's, you know what? And next time you say something like that, with then that was a great statement. Say who you are, what your nickname is going to be. Because I'm the nickname king. I'm Rashawn Jackson, the captain. It's the ticket. I'm with Terrell Farley, All-American. Nick's over there in the passenger seat looking like he's ready to take it to break. 93.7. Let's go.
Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Shout out to Bud Crawford, man. I got his shirt. This is the Bud Crawford shirt. You can find it somewhere on here. But shout out to him, man. Omaha's legend, uh, undisputed champ. What you know about boxing? You know anything about boxing? Oh, I love Bud Crawford, man. Just one of the best pound-for-pound fighters going on right now, man. Who, who, you know, he wears his black shirt, wears Nebraska pride in the ring. Uh, sorry to hear what he's going through with top rank. I ain't sorry. It is what it is. Yeah, he's a great boxer. Hey, I just play. Show me the money. Show That's the it. Money. They need. To, he needs to get paid. Yeah, he undefeated. Twenty-eight knockouts. Thirty-eight fights. Man, I mean, dang it. it why are we even playing with this, man? We, we, there, listen, there's some people that don't want to put the best player in the position to play against the best player. I want to see best on best, mano y mano. Can we please get Mister Spence? Can we please get Spence? That's all we want is Spence. Spence wants to do tune-up fights. He wants to do all this other stuff, but he don't want no parts of Bud Crawford. Correct. You heard it from right now. Shout out to Bud Crawford, man, my little brother. Man, I love that little dude. Uh, Big Washington, Big Will said, hold up. I was never on scout team. Big Will, then you was just that big. and We're going to talk about that because I'm jealous, man, because I was on scout team for two years getting pummeled. And you telling me you wasn't even on scout team. I was there for about two weeks. Well, you yeah, but you made it there. Will said he ain't never even sniffed scout team. That's amazing, Will. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen. Soderhammer text line four six four five six eight five. If you want a particular Husker to come on for me to interview, uh, start throwing names out. Uh, Texas on the uh, Soderhammer text line four six four five six eight five or. The Honda of Lincoln hotline. Somebody call in. I want to talk to somebody right now. I want to talk to somebody while I got Terrell on. And uh, call into 464-5685. We'll see if we can't get you on the radio talk a little Husker football. Uh, 3650 says, outside of football, when you got to Nebraska, what did you like or what, or what surprised you the most? Oh, man. Well, I liked it. Besides football, oh, just oh man, that's that's a good question, man. Um, hmm, that's a tough one. What? Bes- outside hey, of football? Outside of football? When you got to go to Nebraska, what did you like? What did you like about Lincoln? Uh, outside of football, nothing. Just football, man. That uh, was that was the only thing we had. We, we had a good girls volleyball team still. <laughs> Where we did, I uh, strict them. Eric uh, basketball, the basketball. Was See, great. we supported. Yeah, we, we went to ba- we, we went to games. We went to basketball yeah. games. We cheered our brothers on on the basketball court. Shout out to those guys that play basketball. I don't know. For me, what did I uh, like? I would say the summer jobs, man. Working with the little kids. Still today, you know, like I work, you know, like I try to talk to kids these days. But back then, we had a program where we 
we took kids to the mall or we, you know, they came and hang out with us. Y'all didn't do nothing. Uh, I know. I was it, kicking it. Yeah. Y'all was just having fun babysitting, t- going to the zoo. and I used to come in. I used to be so mad because I used to be out there with Shep. I don't know why I quit my job, but I used to be out there with Shep painting the rails and painting the inside, the stairs on the stadium, all hot, and I come in and see y'all looking sharp and good, running around, letting the kids laugh, and you guys chilling. <laughs> good job on the stadium. That man. was a good I, job. I, I ran them steps pretty frequently. Yeah, you and me both. I think they everybody needs to run those steps. It, it builds character. <laughs> Two six seven two guys. I was at the ninety five Orange Bowl. I was wondering how you guys felt about playing a national championship game against a team that was playing on their home field. What are you talking? You talking ninety four Miami? Oh, he you know no 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 no. He's talking the ninety five Orange Bowl in the ninety five yeah, championship yeah. game we yeah. played Miami. Yeah, right. Uh I mean, it was what it was. We didn't think it was a home game. We didn't think it was a home field. We didn't think. We thought it was our field as far as we was concerned. It was a bowl game. Nebraska travels. Extremely well. We bring 50,000 to your stadium. At least. Yeah. We were at least 50,000 deep, so it made it look like it was our home stadium. Okay, so we're going to go to the phone lines. I think we got Jim on. Jim, what can we say? What do you want to say to Terrell Farley? Hey, hey. Uh, okay, so I, I listen to your show as I'm running around town. I've been a Husker fan. I've been going to the games – Damn long! I can remember when there was no north or south end zone, and so I watched a guy by the name of Dale Sayers run 99 yards for a touchdown at Memorial. Says the Big Eight record, longest run from scrimmage that was never broke. But so here's what I would like to see you interview. I, I, I love those interviews. Some of those guys, maybe that played on the defense or the offense, that talked a lot of smack and got the job done. And, you probably know who those guys are. You're talking you know? to them. So that, I enjoyed that interview. Oh, gosh, did I read in the paper? Or did you interview that Uyghur kid the other day that said when they lined up, they just flat out told the guy on the other side of the ball, we're coming right at you and I'm going to kick your butt. And so that's who I would like to hear you interview, the guys and some of that talking. That some of that, that smack talking they used to do, huh? Jim, yep, you want, you want, you want some of that fire, some of that hit yep. you in the mouth. I That's might help right. you up. I might not help you up type stuff. <laughs> I know what that, you want. Will... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I said I know what you want. That's what I want, and I listen to the tickets. Uh, so you guys got a great show, and, and uh, just get some guys on it at Rev Events with, with that talk a little bit about the, uh, you know, the crap in the lines, the, the talking that went back and forth. Uh, that's That's what I like to hear, and and uh, go Big Red. I'm a Husker fan my entire life. We used to sneak in as kids, uh, pull the fence up and sneak in on the south end zone down there. And uh, I know you guys, that's way before your time. I'm 67 years old, to give you an idea. And so and I'm a season ticket holder, and, and uh, I can't wait till we get it back. I'm sick and tired of Alabama. I want to see Nebraska. Uh, I can't wait until we're knocking the crap out of Wisconsin and Iowa. I'm sorry to say that, but I'm tired of losing to those guys. But go Big Red and keep up with your great show, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you, Jim. We'll keep up the good work, man. And I'll see if I can't bring Zach Wieger or one of them crap talkers, them guys like myself that do a lot of popping off, but we'll back it up as well. Um, let's see. We got 9597 says, please try to get Polk. Benning and the Terminator on your show. 
I'm writing those down. Carlos Pope, Damon Benny. That's going to be a good one, me and Damon Benny. And the Terminator. I think I can get Matt Terminator on there. He's a great coach over there at, where's he at? Scut? Shout out to, to, to Matt Terman, still doing it big and, and being a uh, being a good a great coach. Um, somebody said, no joke here. Can you get Brian Bennett to talk about his life before and after that kick? Jeremy, come on. <laughs> I might do the Brian Bennett story. That's a good one. Brian Bennett's got a son, by the way. I think that plays quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he is good. I think. I know he's got a kid that plays football that's really, really good. He plays a he does, he's not a kicker. I think I want to say he's a quarterback, but I think he's pretty doggone good. Uh Jay and Lincoln says, I missed the fullback. Who can you get on who played fullback? Listen, Jay. I was an old fullback, so I'm gonna have a fullback week. Macavickus. Mascaviscus, both of them. Mm-hmm. Brian Schuster. Schuster. I hate it. Schuster. Schuster the yeah, Schuster yeah. Booster. Yeah. That's what I call him. The Schuster Booster. <laughs> you know why? Because he used to boost y'all. No. You you don't like him for a reason. I can I can hold my own against him. I did. The Booster. I don't know about that one. Got to get lower than him. That's the key. Uh, well, that is the key. Because if key. you didn't, Schuster was going to yeah, boost gonna you. going to blow you away. He, he's going to boost you right up out of there. Then he's going to push you in the back and do everything he can. This is uh, from 1900, Wesley Williams, West Square, West Dub, says, uh, shout out to LP, the greatest running back in Nebraska history, RIP. I feel that way too, man. I was, LP was, we came in in 1993 together, and that was my best friend coming in. He, he taught me a lot about being tough too. He helped me get tough. He, Jason, Christian Peter. <laughs> Let's go, All-American boy. <laughs> Uh, two six seven two. Love to get Damon on. He's got he's got he's got all the stories, but get him to speak freely. None of this tight to the vest stuff, man. Well, ain't no reason to have Damon Benny on. He's not gonna speak freely. Never. No. He's gonna speak in parables. That's <laughs> how Damon speaks. That's what it is right now. If he speaks freely, it's off the air. He's gonna get me for saying that. Yeah. I know he's getting hey, he's getting text messages right now. VJ's on the air talking stuff about you, DB. <laughs> DB, if you out there listening, bro, I need to have you on the ticket, man. You need to come to the captain show. You was a captain, so you need to come to the captain show, man. And, and if people want to hear from you, so we'll we'll work on Damon Benning and getting him on. That's a good friend of mine. I think he would definitely come on the show. How much he'll speak freely about? I, maybe the stuff that we talk about, he'll speak freely. But I don't know what you want him to speak freely about. Text me back and let me know what you want him to talk about. 6153 says, I want you to interview some place kickers and punters. Just kidding. Nobody wants to hear from those guys. That's not true. Place kickers and punters, man, you got Chris Josh Brown. Brown, Chris Brown. I can't, I can't Jesse, wait to talk to Jesse Cooch. the Krispy King, the Krispy Kreme King. Yeah. It's not, it's Dunkin' Donuts, my bad. Uh, I, I, so I definitely want to want to hear from Chris Brown. We want to hear from Jesse Cush. Teddy Resloff, Brian Bennett. Who is uh, the tall guy? Sealer. Remember Sealer? Uh, Kickoff. Yeah, I forgot his name. Man, yeah. there's a lot of those guys, man, that we can that we can get. Yeah, I'm going to try to get Corey Schlesinger. I think that would be really, really good to get uh, Schlesing Bone to come and uh, grace us with his presence and some of those stories that he's got. Uh, 9597 says, the biggest prankster on the team, and what was his biggest prank? 
Who's the biggest prankster? Jock? Jock. Well, Jock was the biggest prankster. He was the biggest jokester harasser. Uh, Riley. Riley with Riley. the picture. <laughs> oh Riley God. Washington, on the other hand, was the biggest jokester because that joker used to he, you come in and be looking crazy up there on the board in front of everybody. Oh, my God. You remember those? <laughs> that when they had me with yeah. the cape? Yeah. yeah. The black glass. Riley, yeah. Riley, I'm never going to forgive you for that picture of me with the glasses on, with the big block glasses on. I had a cape on and two bricks for hands. And so, I, Riley, I, I, I'm going to get you. So that was the biggest prank. It was probably uh, Riley and, and Jock Allen was, was a big-time prankster and – and he'll get you. Randy says, what about the Sandman? You even know who the Sandman is? Yeah, that's Derek Thomas. Huh? No, uh, no, that's... Um, huh? It's a Thomas, but not Derek. Uh, I played against him, but not. I didn't play against the other one. Who? I, Come I'm on, man. I'm his name, the Sandman. The Sandman. Man. Start he, with a he B. He was with Steve, Start with Steve a B. Taylor. Then. Start with a B. Uh, Broderick. Broderick Thomas. Yes. Yes. One of the best linebackers to put the pass oh, on. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a real linebacker. Well, no, it was a, listen. You were a hybrid linebacker. That's a linebacker. Well, they they was DNs. Yeah, I guess back then though yeah. they called him linebacker. Yeah, hybrid they just DNs. called him. Yeah, you got a point there. He was a DN. Yeah, yeah. Sack master. Yeah, listen, there was none other. Now you talk about somebody talking. Do you think that's the crazy. best? Now that's the best nickname. The Sandman. Somebody can have in college football. The Sandman. He came in with that name. With the Sandman. The Sandman. Ooh. Yeah. We gave a lot of names. What do you think that means, the Sandman? It's like the it's like the, the guy that, that people say says like the candy man. It's oh, like say spooky it's three, like say that. his name three yeah. times like candy yeah. man. Yeah. The Sandman. That's a name. That is a name. But I wanna know, I gotta get the Sandman on because I wanna know why the Sandman is called the Sandman. And his brother too. I wanna get his brother on who has a son that's playing football as well. Um Nine four seven six. Matt Verzal, always enjoy hearing him on the radio. Paisan Pizza King. Mm-hmm. I would love to get Matt Verzal on here. That's Put, another hey, guy I got to call right after. He's this. on. I, I got a list of offensive linemen and he's on it. Uh, man, 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 I love Matt Verzal. That's, but he's on my list. That's my brother from another mother. I know. Good guy. Yeah, I love Verz. Good pizza. Verz, great pizza, man. Get out the Paisan pieces and get you some of that good pizza. Two six seven two says Sandman put you to sleep. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people on the Brassett team that would put you to sleep. TyroneBird.com would knock you knock you out. Even Kenny Wilhite was coming up bringing the funk. Can you believe little Kenny? Oh, Mike Minner. Little well, Wody. Yeah, little Wody. <laughs> little Mike Mint was coming up hitting people. Yeah, we know we know he puts them to sleep. I I I get it 100%. Um, thank you for, for hitting us up, letting us know. Who you like, who you want us to, to bring to the show. Uh 464-5685 if you want to get up to Soder Hammond text line again. Honda Lincoln Hotline. We got time for one more call. 464-5685. Jim, thanks for calling, man. We'll see what we can bring for you. I'm the captain. It's the ticket, 93.7. With Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Okay, man. Do you know this one? A little classical. Yeah, what are you talking about? It's a little classical, isn't it? 
I don't know if I would call Chicago classical. Well, you wouldn't call Chicago classical? I don't know. This ain't classical music? No. Just music? I think of classical as like, just instrumental. Just really slow as well. It's classical to me. It's a long time. Before your time. It was It was before well, my how, time. Probably before my time when it came out. What year? <laughs> I have no idea. Six eight two five says fullbacks, <clears throat> Janovic, Schlesinger, or Willie Miller. We'll work on that. Willie Miller might be as closer closer than you think. Janovic as well, and Schlesing Schlesing Bone is what I used like to call. Like I used to call him Schlesing. Willie Bone. Miller, where you? He came in. Willie Miller would have came in ninety five. I seen you. Nah, my senior year. Yeah, I think it'd have been ninety five. Willie came in, I believe. Hmm. 95 or 96? I thought it was 95. Dan though. Alexander came in. Thunder Dan Alexander. Whoa. He used to bring that hat. Now, he used to bring that hat to the all on scout team. I didn't have to tackle him. Who's tackling him if you were? Christian wasn't? Oh, he didn't even get past the front line. He didn't <laughs> ever get past the line. <laughs> <laughs> Made your job way oh, easier. Man, best job ever. <sighs> You know, I know we miss those days, but eventually, you know, I think over time um, with the things that Mickey was talking about, uh, I think we can get back. I, I, what Mickey, what the thing, if if everybody is on the same page as Mickey, I think, you know, and I and I say that, you know, of course Scott's only going to be on that page too, but if everybody's on the same page as Scott, Mickey, Whipple, all those guys on the same page, and then defensively they're on the same page. It's easier to get back. To I think those times. we need to get more elite names in coaching, like Mickey Joseph, the Whipples. You know, we need a a stronger cast for Scott. You know, just really support for him, because this is the big year coming up for him. So we need everything we can possibly pull out of our hat right now. I, I mean, you know, they they they're in a good position to be successful. I think if they, again, if if they go out and play hard, they go out and, and push the boys to. To their max, if they if they find some ballers like the Terrell Farleys of the world, I think it puts us in contention. We got to find a running back. And the biggest thing I like that Mickey said was, we need to put a gate around Omaha. We do. We letting too many kids get out of Omaha. You know, too many. Cluster Johnson sons, um, all these other kids going to big name school, Iowa's and Notre Dame's and other schools. We need to keep these kids in the backyard. We need to make them our number one priority. Besides the out of state kids too. Another thing he said that that was that besides that putting that gate around is uh we need to reach out to the former players too. And that's a big thing. I, I did a uh event with um Trev Alberts a couple of months ago and he was one of the keynote speak speakers there and and the first thing he said he wanted to do was bond the relationship with the university and the former players, and and that was you no, know, and that caught my attention, and and that's the, and I think that's one of the weaker things that's been going on with the university and the former players. I mean, and I and I think that other schools do a better job of communicating with their former players. They they really have like bigger events for them where they're. I I actually think that they have places they can sit and watch the game for free. Like, we don't have that. Like, I think Nebraska owed us, like, we need more tickets for us and and more venues for us to do things that just to have. Well, to interact with the guys, you know what I'm saying, and do some stuff like that. Hey, so so, uh, 2274 says quarterbacks Frost, Crouch, 
or Lord. Listen, tomorrow's going to be a big day. We'll have Tommy Frazier. Touchdown, Tommy Frazier will be on. Um, somebody else said Aaron Taylor. Listen, if you haven't been listening to the show, if you don't know, Aaron Taylor is a mainstay. Aaron Taylor does the pipeline pancakes every Monday, 11-15 sharp. Okay? So if you want to hear from Aaron Taylor, Outland Trophy winner, three-time national champ, uh, he'll be on next Monday on the pipeline pancakes on my show uh, and giving his synopsis on what he thinks and what he doesn't think. Um, as far as quarterbacks, we we had Jamal Lord on already, 2274. Um, but we can definitely bring him back. We don't mind bringing him back because it's always a good interview. Uh, you got anything to, to take us out with, Terrell? I mean, is there a, I just is there a song? Is there I just, uh, something that there's a song or a uh, – I mean, because we're going to have you back. You in the city. Uh, what do you want us to go out with? The Tupac. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. All eyes is on on the University of Nebraska football That's team it. right now. So we 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 got to step up to the plate, folks out there. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, tomorrow, Mark, two week Mark, of old Jackson doing the captain show. We'll see if we can get Coach Osborne on. I don't know when. I'm gonna set that up, but I think that'll be a good. A be good. great to have Charlie McBride on too. Yeah. Well, you got McBride's number. We'll call yeah. him and see what we can get Coach on. It'll be a good day. Hey, I'm for sure. It's the captain. That's Terrell. Thank you, brother. That's Nick back there. He don't talk much, but we need him dearly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to 93.7 The Ticket. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.